This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, April 12, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. If you decide that rights are just for people, and those rights do not then extend to the corporations people own, you're going down a path that ends in a world of less privacy. Jim Harper, Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, offers his thoughts. The Citizens United decision uh, led to a rather bizarre sort of uh, claim, and that is that the Citizens United decision declared once uh, and forever that corporations are people, uh, when of course the decision really said that people who get together and form corporations then do not lose their rights when it comes to free speech. So it it, uh, brought back up this idea of corporate personhood. The opponents of the Citizens United decision used that to say, well, there's all sorts of things now that uh, are going to happen that are terrible for our democracy uh, if we allow this corporate personhood to continue. It's a fascinating issue and area because uh, there's become a popular form of sloganeering where people say, I oppose Citizens United. I don't believe that corporations are people or things that things like rights are only for humans. And no matter what issue area you work on, you come across in, in discussion and colloquy, you come across people who make these claims. And it's fascinating to actually explore the claims with them. I've had the opportunity to do this, and I'll share it with you. On Twitter the other day, someone said to me, I oppose Citizens United. Rights are only for humans. And I pressed him over some period of time to expand on that and and go into some dimensions of that claim. I said, the business that you own, and he was a business owner, is it organized in some way? Is it a corporation? After a period of time, he revealed it was a professional limited liability corporation. Does the corporation own assets and has the corporation entered into a lease or has it bought an office space? Well, it happens to actually have assets and it owns office space. Would you object if law enforcement came into the offices of your limited liability corporation and took away the financial records? Oh, absolutely, I would. On what grounds would you object? The Fourth Amendment right against unreasonable searches and seizures. And what basis would your limited liability corporation have for making that claim? This is where the conversation generally stops because someone realizes that um, they're actually saying that a corporation has rights. If it continues, and this one actually did after after a fashion, uh, I asked him, it was a web, web-based company. I said, what if the government came in and said that you had to put on your website um, prominently the phrase, Panetta for president? The response was more brief this time. He knew where I was going. He said, well, I just you're just going to say that corporations have First Amendment rights. Well, I think they do. And it's – how do you want to frame it, whether the rights of – Corporations' owners pass through the corporate form and corporations have rights that way or whether corporations have rights on their own as legal persons, it doesn't really matter. But a lot of people who use this Citizens United-related sloganeering to argue against rights are arguing against their own rights and the rights of the corporations that they own and the rights of the corporations that protect them. 
And it's a really strange thing for this to happen. So many people who believe so strongly in our values actually oppose the broadest reading of Fourth Amendment rights, First Amendment rights, and other rights as applying to the corporate form, however people want to organize themselves. When opposition to SOPA and PIPA was ramping up, Wikipedia, Google, uh, Reddit, a bunch of other sites went dark. And uh, there's no question in my mind that that was an act of speech undertaken by a corporation. Now, the question then becomes, well, can the government freely regulate these types of activities uh, under Citizens United decision? Nick Merrill, who was uh, visited Cato, has been a recipient of a national security letter preventing him from speaking to a lawyer about uh, his the activities of his own uh, internet hosting uh, provider. Um, he's trying to start an ISP that would scrupulously guard the privacy of its customers. And th- the question there again is, is whether or not uh, he would have the right to do that if uh, it, his business were organized as a corporate form. Absolutely. It, it's, it's surprising. I suppose I sometimes uh, I sometimes think I've lost the capacity to be surprised by how debates go in Washington, but I am surprised at how people are willing to dismiss the existence of rights uh, in, in organizations that take on the corporate form. It's, it's really essential to many of our protections that they're able to do so. There's an interesting argument that's, that's worth going into of, of whether the corporation itself fits with libertarian principle. And there's a good argument, I think, that the corporation is a subsidy going from consumers to owners. That is the protection from liability for owners. Um, maybe if the corporation is inconsistent with libertarianism, we explore that. How you get there from here, I have no idea. But while there are corporations, uh, they're acting for people, on behalf of people, in people's names, and providing for people. Uh, these are organizations that, that have rights, I believe, and should have rights. Uh, most people do believe if they're pressed on what actually it means to deny corporations' rights. Jim Harper is Director of Information Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can argue with Jim on Twitter at Jim underscore Harper or read more of his work at Cato.org.